Yo, Ron Bergen, why with the fucking sub? Thank you, sir. You get a woo! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 236. I wanted to say 236, but I didn't. <laughs> But well, then I just did. did. So yes, we're there. I ruined it. For the week of May 22nd, 2022, that, uh, the, that, Jesus, the title of this episode is Ryan Hoop Speaks Up and Renegade Wants Out. Three sides to every story. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and I'm wearing a controversial hoodie right now. <laughs> United hoodie? Yeah. In light of the uh, Ryan Noob. I, the whole situation. I will say, though, I got compliments on it today. So, you know. I do enjoy that hoodie. It's a nice hoodie. It's very nice. I like the design a lot on the back. Yeah. They fuck, you guys did a good job. You guys did a good job. Uh, this week, I'm joined by the man in the matching hat, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this? Uh, what is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Wednesday evening. We're, yeah. Yeah. Um, Doing fine. Uh. You know, I'm just going to lean into it because it's obvious uh, for those listening and watching. I have an eye patch on. Um, I have a problem going on with my eye. I'll leave it at that. This helps my right eye focus for now. Um, so there you go. Things happened. I'll be fine. We'll move forward. I'm only gonna make I'm only gonna make one joke and it's not personal. Okay? Yeah, go for it. So Will's been really leaning heavily into this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And he really just wanted to cosplay as Captain Jack Sparrow. He doesn't even wear an eye patch. I maybe got one. You know, fuck yeah. it. I don't know. He just wants to live out his inner pirate. That's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm one okay. step closer to a pirate. Uh, Thor. Well, oh, that's right. Thor wears one too. Yep. Yep. Might change my gamer tag to One-Eyed Willy, as I said earlier. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh but, my god. Yeah. Great times, but yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you, Josh? I'm. <laughs> when you texted me that you were thinking about, as a joke, thinking about changing your gamer tag to One Eye Willie, I literally, I was, I was, I, not TMI, but like I think I just got out of the shower, and I looked at my phone and I saw that, and I'm like, I literally just, just burst out laughing. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Oh, oh man. Yep. It was yep. so good. So here we are. Yeah. I just need a, a cat and a chair to spin around in. Oh my God. Around. How many references you can make with an eye patch now? Yeah, it's crazy. So many. so many. Holy shit. I'm doing all right though. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, to everybody who's tuning in the live show. Welcome as well. We got Martin deadbolt, uh, that, 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 but Ron Bergen. Why? Again, thank you for the sub greatly appreciated. Uh, and for those who are just taking the time to listen to the show, uh, when it's not live, checking out the YouTube VOD. Thank you very much as well. Hope you guys are having a great one. Uh, Will, there's a lot of shit that happened uh, w- between the time that we'd normally record the show to now. Um, so do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we got this week? DreamHack Valencia information has been released. Ogre One joins G2 as the Halo team manager. Rustermania has officially begun for the HCS split number two, including rumors on major moves. Mm. Tournament announcements and recaps, as always, a discussion around the responsibility of a player. Ryan Oob shares his side of the story, and Halo Infinite has yet another yet another exploit, but has also finally been updated. So, 
Uh, Ron, before we even get to the news, Ron says, reading one-eyed Willie with your uh, money-eyed Willie swinging free. Nice what? I don't, what? I don't know. Reading one-eyed Willie with your money-eyed Willie swinging free. We'll leave that there and move on. Let's get into some competitive news. Wow. All right. Uh, Halo.API 1.4.0 release, uh, Twitch bot MMR, and what's next? I'm not going to read through the entire article, but please feel free to do so. It's in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show. Exclamation point, show notes, and chat. Uh, how about some Halo Data Hive updates? It's by Halo Data Hive. Added a new blog area to the site. It's halodatahive.com slash blog, which is easy to remember. I'll be posting any site changes here so that everyone knows what exactly has changed on the site, including any new features. I also want to post series reviews or something like that in the future. Fuck yes. That's awesome. What else is awesome? Halo Infinite Tournament Drawing Tool. This is by Halo Creation. We're releasing a tool to draw maps and modes for your, for your Halo Infinite Tournaments. HCS settings by default, but it can be customized for BTB or anything. The series are entirely configurable, and you can regen, uh, regen or fine-tune what was randomly drawn. So that's really fucking cool. Hell yeah. Including coach comms and listen-ins. This is by Mikowski, Hoaxer, and Clutch. Uh, Mikowski put out a tweet with a, it was a, it was a retweet of a basketball clip of an NBA clip, uh, where apparently they include the coach in the comps. Like when, like, you know, when you do like a, a listen in, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and so Mikowski said getting serious halo vibes, listen to these comps from J kid. Um, Jason Kidd, the coach, by the way, also highlights how good a coach is essentially a plus one in the trenches. Mavs with a huge edge because of that. Can't wait to see Kidd match up with Kerr in the Western Finals chess match flow. Again, this is right before the um, the conference finals started between the Mavs and the Warriors. Um, Hoaxer replied with, this is so great. Reminds, reminds of how coach comms need to actually be included into listen-ins as they currently are not in the HCS matches. And Clutch said, noted, we'll ask about this for the future. That's fucking awesome. LVT needs some community assistance. This is by Louis V. Titan. He says, I need money Tuesday. 2v2 matches and 16 pros for a last Spartan standing winner take all. Also asking for HCS grassroots streamers that are interested in watch partying money Tuesday. You'll receive free product. It will be monetarily compensated for viewership over time. It's on June 7th. And here's an update. Louis V. Titan announces the next Money Tuesday event. This is by LVT. $2,000 plus crowdfunding. Louis V. Titan's Money Tuesday presented by Power A and Lucid Sound. June 7th, like we previously stated, the main event will be $1,000. Undercard will be $400. And then last Spartan standing will be $300 for first, $200 for second, and $100 for third. That's fucking awesome. Excited to see what happens there. How about team passes? People like team passes. Well, now you can buy your team pass for the Mexican HCS regional. They're available right now. So go ahead and buy them if you're going to be at that event. And then the HCS EU regional finals at DreamHack Valencia. This is by HCS. 
The HCS returns to Europe for the EU regional finals at DreamHack Valencia. Taking place on July 1st through the 3rd, this LAN event will feature EU's best teams as they battle it out in open and championship brackets for a $100,000 prize purse. Uh, I am not going to try to pronounce where the venue is. Do you want to give that a shot, Mr. Frenchie? Nope. All right. Date July 1st through the 3rd, 2022. It's a regional final in Europe. The broadcast channels are on Twitch and YouTube, as always. Uh, spectator tickets and team passes, you can purchase them right now if you'd like to. Prize pool $100,000, and the top four teams will secure pool play at HCS Orlando, the next major. Ahead of the EU regional finals, there will be official tournaments for players to earn cash and HCS points. On May 29th, the Pro Series begins. And on June 19th, the EU Regional Qualifier, where the top teams will secure pool play at Valencia. Tournament format. You have your open bracket, where the top eight open bracket teams will advance to pools and bracket play. And then pool play. Four pools of four teams. Single round robin, best of five. First and second place advance to winners round one. Third and fourth place move to losers round one. And then championship bracket, it's a double elim. You already know what it is. 16 teams, best of five until the grand finals, which will be best of seven. Here's the prize pool breakdown. First, we'll take home $36,000 with Orlando pool play and 15,000 points. Second, $22,000 pool play for Orlando and 9,000 points. Third, $11,200 Orlando pool play and 6,600 points. And fourth, $6,240 Orlando pool play and 5,400 points. And then it just keeps going, but you don't get pool play. So, sorry. Pre-qualified teams. Here are the following pre-qualified EU teams from the Kansas City Major. If these teams maintain three-fourths of their roster, they will secure pool play at Valencia. You have Ascend, which is Legend, Sika, Shady, and Snipe Drone. Quadrant, Fragger, Shade, uh, sh almost said Shade. Shad, SLG, and Tachik. Navi, Jimbo, Kimbo, Respectful, and Too, too Foxy. Thank you. J-Lings, which is Morga, Septic, Cristola, and Quad. Blackhand, which is Lunny, Flux, Riots, and Snakey. Method to Madness, which is Detain, Defrag, Disarray, and Zuh. And Rejected, which is Mista, Glory, Simply Gambit, and Mighties. You can watch the A and B streams. Twitch.tv forward slash Halo and forward slash HCS. Um, YouTube as well, but you know, Twitch drops. So fuck YouTube. And then for Twitch <laughs> drops, uh, you can check out more information on that. That'll be coming on down the line. It's not out yet. And then oh, oh, also because Martin, you're here. I got to say it. GT Halo and Europa Halo are teaming up to be the admins for Valencia. The first time ever that gra that full grassroots admins. Round of applause. You want a hug? All right, come here. I love you. Okay, go. Okay. Bye, babe. Good night. That's my kid again. Just close that door. You know what I mean? I should do that. I should close it and lock it. You know, we have that ability. We do have that ability. I just fucking don't even, I have the gate closed up there, but she, she can open it. Fuck me. All right. Well, I've wanted it for so long. Heinz, I've called you out multiple times. Well, guess what, baby? 
The blog post is here. It's here. And I don't know if Heinz wrote it, but that's besides the point. Because HCS split number two, maps and modes by the HCS, we can talk about it. Season two for Halo Infinite brought new maps, modes, and updates to the experience for all players, including, of course, the competitive community. Today, we wanted to detail changes coming to the map rotation for HCS. These changes have already been reflected in the ranked playlist since season two's launch. So it's the ranked playlist. Map rotation goals provide a well-rounded competitive experience with a variety of maps and modes. Keep players engaged with new content to compete on while minimizing interference with the HCS roadmap and entertain fans with exciting and fresh content to watch. With season two released on May 3rd, we've integrated the new map catalyst into the rotation as well as the King of the Hill mode, which has been updated with capture and scoring mechanics in comparison to the original versions which we feel will deliver a competitive and exciting experience. Here at 343 Industries, the Competitive Insights team has been thoroughly testing new map and mode combinations, and the ranked playlist was already updated to get extra coverage on the maps and modes as well. Therefore, your new additions are CTF on Catalyst, Slayer on Catalyst. Notice how King of the Hill was not included there. King of the Hill on Live Fire, King of the Hill on Recharge, and King of the Hill on Streets. Will, you said you played King of the Hill, I believe, on all three of those maps, if I'm not mistaken. I have. And uh, do you feel that, are, are you are you okay with this? Do you like this? Yeah, you know, I, I do. Um, I think it plays well on Live Fire. There's a couple hills on Recharge I'm not a big fan of, but... Okay. It is what it is. Um, the, I guess I'll, the one I have a problem with is the repulsor spawn hill. Because if you have a team that's spawning gold versus the, uh, the other team spawning maybe A or C, mm -hmm. you have much better sight lines into that hill than, than those teams who are spawning off the hill. So right. sometimes those kills can come in a lot faster, but that could be part of having map control and spawning your team over there and having those sight lines versus holding on the other side. So I guess, uh, well, I, I'm curious to see how the pros play it because they haven't really been playing much. They've been on a little bit of a break going into split two. So yep. I'm excited to see some ranked games, some scrims again and to see how teams actually play these maps versus what I'm seeing in, uh, you know, plat ranks. <laughs> right. It seems like uh, teams were, I, I, it looked to me as though teams were waiting, excuse me, waiting for these to be announced before they started scrimming. Because literally as soon as this was announced, we saw um, multiple people, multiple teams start scrimming up once again. Yeah. So really fucking cool. Beth, thank you. Um, so while it's important to add new content into the rotation as the season moves along, we also need to ensure the map rotation isn't too big, which in the past we've seen this to be too much for teams to practice and lowered overall quality of play. Um, earlier in the HCS season, we asked players to provide feedback on maps and modes via surveys through our online partner Faceit. Thank you to everyone who took the time to give your feedback. It was this data that we used to make decisions for season two, especially the map rotation. 
When we asked players to rate each map and mode combination, aka game type, you told us that Slayer on Bazaar was the game type that was furthest away from hitting the quality bar. Based on this feedback, we felt it was appropriate to replace Team Slayer on Bazaar with Team Slayer on Catalyst. I'm st- I I really am curious where Bazaar CTF landed on that list. I'm like genuinely curious now. I'm wondering if it was like a one-two thing, you know, like it could have been, and the, and then they only chose to replace one in this instance. It definitely looks. I mean, clearly they only did replace one, which is unfortunate because I still wanted Bizarre CTF to be gone. But whatever. It, maybe it will once we get another map, and that way the map count can stay the same. There you go. There you go. So therefore, this is the new map rotation for Capture the Flag. It'll be on Aquarius, Bizarre, and Catalyst. For King of the Hill, it'll be on Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. Oddball will be on Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. Slayer will be on Aquarius, Catalyst, Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. And Strongholds will be on Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. A lot of Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets in that list. We also want to provide details on how tournament map rotations were going to be made now that there's an additional objective mode in the rotation. Philosophically speaking, HCS considers all objective modes to be prioritized equally. So therefore, our goal is to going to be balancing the modes during a tournament so that again, we're providing a well-rounded competitive experience that will test players across everything. Therefore, the following is unchanged. In a best of three, it'll be objective, slayer, objective. In a best of five, it'll be objective, slayer, objective, objective, slayer. And in a best of seven, it'll be objective, slayer, objective, objective, slayer. Objective Slayer. In the best of in the best of five series, you'll see a unique mode each time an objective mode comes up. We will do our best to balance the total number of occurrences for each objective mode throughout each tournament. Below is is an example of a few rounds in order to illustrate how rotations will be created. So round one would be like a CTF Slayer Strongholds Oddball Slayer, and then for round two you'd have Stronghold Slayer Oddball King of the Hill Slayer. And then round three would be Oddball Slayer, King of the Hill, CTF Slayer. Round four, King of the Hill, Slayer, CTF, Stronghold Slayer. So you would always have, you wouldn't have doubling up of objective modes in a best of five. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the competitive news. Time for upcoming turns for the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for early Halo Esports needs. Daily tournaments, uh, first blood daily tournaments and UMG daily tournaments. Um, I got to try to find the results. So Shio, I apologize in advance, but on Tuesday, May 24th, we had the Halo Rec League FFA series begin in the Magic's ladies only uh, last Spartan standing tourney number two. On Wednesday, May 25th, that's today, we have the Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4. On Saturday, May 28th, we have the Nerd Street Champs LAN Oceanside and the Veteran Gaming League Halo Infinite LAN. On Saturday, May 8th, uh, May 28th and Sunday, May 29th, we have the ForceCon 2022 Armed Forces Halo Championship and 4v4 Open LAN. That's a mouthful. And on Sunday, May 29th, it's back, ladies and gentlemen. The HCS Open Series returns in all major regions. That means Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, EU, and NA. They're all taking place. They all start this weekend. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com.
you can check out noobcombat.com for all Halo Sports needs. And, uh, yeah, he's got merch too. That's true. He's got that. Fuck you, Maddie. Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! Yes, some Roster Mania news. Oh, boy, do we. Yes. Um, we'll start off with this one. And it's a tweet from G2 Esports. A tweet? A tweet. <laughs> they say, today we are excited to announce Dan, Ogre One, Ryan will be joining G2 Halo as a team manager. The current G2 Halo roster is currently built around some of the most well-known Halo players in, the, in recent history, composed of the best modern-day talent we could have hoped to find. But it's time for us to really dig into the history of Halo esports and revive a beast that, is, that still has more to prove. We, they, are beyond excited to bring on one of the most legendary competitors in esports histories. Welcome Dan Ogre One Ryan to G2 Halo as our new team manager. With a career of 32 land wins and a record streak of 40 consecutive top two finishes, not only is he a seasoned winner, but he'll also feel at home in G2 second place. Whatever they just tried to say there in that tweet. Uh, yeah, it's like no. G second place. All right. Uh, Dan's knowledge of the game and the scene itself will allow us to reach new levels of success in hashtag 20G2. So, Ogre One coming back. He... He is. Uh, He's back. He he is back. He is back. Uh, it's kind. He did say, if you if anybody recalls, when Halo Infinite, like I believe, first launched, um, he did get out there. I thought it was him, or was was it him, or was it Ogre Two? I thought it was him though. No, it had to have been him because Ogre 2 is on, uh, he's GM for the Mutineers, isn't he? Sounds right. Yeah. So I swear to God, Ogre 1 tweeted out like he's interested in getting back into the scene. So th- I guess it just came to fruition. He manifested it and here it is. And uh, for those who don't know, G2 is massive. Like G2 is actually a massive organization. Yes. So having him on that roster as the team manager, that's, that's really fucking cool. Um, now I, I'll reserve. I, I'll just say, I don't have expectations for him. I don't have any expectations for him. He knows how to win obviously, but it's been a very, very long time since he's been in this type of position. Um, so, and, and then we know he can still play Halo one. Like we already know, we know that, but again, different game, different era, different players, different mindsets. He knows how to win. He knows what it takes. But like I said, I don't have any expectations for him right now. We'll see how this goes. I wish him the best. Yeah. I wish him the best. All right. Um, Waka Chang. Great name. Says, I was really hoping HTS would go with King of the Hill Classic. I feel new variation rather uh, deflating. Really? So, Will, you never got to experience. I played a little bit of it. Well, with MCC, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you weren't in the heyday of OG King of the Hill. Yeah. And we already know H5 didn't have it, so. Huh. What? In your limited time, how do you feel? 
I mean, I feel like it's a okay mode. Um, it's di- it is different because you have to s- stand in the point, right? It doesn't move. Um, I think people, like, I still see teams where three people drop in the hill, and it's like, no, you should. It's, it's really about map control, right? Knowing where the spawners are coming from, being able to cut them off before they get to that point. Um, it's labeled King of the Hill, but it's, it's its own new mode, really. I, I would just try not to think of it as original King of the Hill because you will feel deflated if, you're, if that's what you're still looking for. So um, it's, it's infinite. It's, it's, new, it's a new thing. There are infinite possibilities, Waka Chang. <laughs> Great name, by the way. Uh, yeah, Beth I, says I, you didn't miss anything, Will. But, but I, uh, <laughs> I understand the sentiment, though, of them calling it King of the Hill, and it's not what is true to the origins, right? Yeah. Um, it's in custom settings if you want to do it, but yes, it is not in ranked or the competitive settings. So Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's just, it, it, like, everything, like, sure, capture the flag is go to the base, get the flag, bring it back, but it's really about map control, influencing spawns, knowing where those people are coming from. That's really yeah. all Halo stems from. It's a team-based mode. So Team-based game. I don't know. If It does feel weird like it's like just one stronghold that you just, but you don't have to, you know, you capture it. You have to, you don't, like in that mode, you can leave the stronghold. You do have to leave one person in there. So yeah. it's kind of like oddball. You're, you're at a little bit of a disadvantage leaving someone hanging out. Absolutely. So, um, Beth says, I, I'll repeat it. She says, you didn't miss anything. So here's my problem, Beth. We love construct. Okay. <laughs> we love construct. We are, we, I feel like we're in a minority of people who thoroughly enjoy construct as a map. Well, one of the two competitive modes on construct was King of the Hill. So I feel like we're in a loose, loose situation right now, Beth. We kind of have to like it. Um, no, I, I'm excited for something new. Uh, Waka, I, I completely understand where you're coming from as well um, from the originality standpoint um, and staying true to what it was. Uh, but at the same time, I'm interested in something new too. I am an old head um, as a spectator, um, and I, I, always, I always enjoyed watching uh, – OG King of the Hill, seeing some of the plays that could take place, some of the setups that happened, especially on my favorite map construct. But like, no, I'm excited for something fresh. It is a new game. I say, you know what? I, there's a lot of negativity floating around in the space, and I I add to that negativity sometimes. Um, but I'm gonna take a set. I'm gonna take a seat back here, and just wait till these scrims really start picking up. Wait until the open and pro series really start picking up again and just see what happens because we already know the pros are going to make their names heard, right? We already understand that. Um, so I just hope that, yeah, I hope that some good comes out of it. I hope that feedback is listened to and I hope it's uh, given appropriately. Um, but let's just take a seat back and see what the fuck happens first. And uh, we'll see what happens. Who knows? And also, uh, randomized. Thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. All right. Sorry about talking no, you're about good. that during you're, Roster Mania. You're good. Um, couple last things here, I guess you could say. We do have a post-Kansas City Roster Mania mega thread. This was by Maddie Rums over at noobcombo.com. Yes. And basically, it kind of says uh, where some 
players are moving, their free agents, if they're confirmed on where they're going or not. So here we go. We have Solers from Shopify Rebellion is now a free agent. This has been confirmed. Uh, I'm assuming it's Ma from Shopify Rebellion. Is I think a it's fr- Mo. Mo? Ma? Yeah. Previous Gears of War player. Shopify Rebellion, now free agent, confirmed. Uh, Aperture from Torrent is a free agent, is also confirmed. Suppressed from Xset is a free agent, confirmed. Uh, Haynes from Oxygen Esport is now a free agent, confirmed. Cherished from Oxygen Esport, free agent, not confirmed, but rumored. Uh, Triton from Complexity Gaming to Oxygen, not confirmed, but rumored. Vetra from Complexity to Oxygen, not confirmed. Spartan from E United, benched, confirmed. Where he's going, we don't fucking know. <laughs> benched, confirmed. <laughs> Snipe down from FaZe. Wait, from where? FaZe. <laughs> Watch our Raleigh post show for the backstory on that. Oh, it's so uh, good. Snipe down from FaZe. Don't know if he's going anywhere, but it's not confirmed. But apparently there's a rumor out there. Yeah. It's possibly happening. Yep. Also, bound from FaZe, question mark. Don't know where he's going. Not confirmed. And then Renegade from Cloud9. Ooh, that's a big name right there. Yeah. I mean, snipe down and bound two from phase, but yeah. Renegade from Cloud9, not confirmed, but possibly going somewhere. Yeah. So with that, we'll lead into this next story, which is Cloud9 Halo targets phases bound as Renegade seeks move by Dexterdo. So it's Dexterdo. Take, ev- it, take everything it. with a grain of salt. I mean, hell, take everything we say with a grain of salt. Yep, that's, yep, true statement. We We don't know. Cloud9 took home the trophy in Raleigh, kicking off their Halo Infinite 2022 season in style, before falling in the grand final to a resurgent Sentinels side in Kansas City. In a sweep. While they battled for North American supremacy against the likes of Sentinels and Optic Gaming, Cloud9 could be facing some major changes, as turmoil within the team has brought the players to breaking point. To breaking, to a breaking point. Sources have told Dexterdo that 2018 world champion Jonathan Renegade Wit- Willett Will it is seeking pastures new with another top NA side. This, uh, this phrasing. While nothing is set in stone yet and no buyouts agreed upon, Cloud9 are in talks to bring Phase's clan's Adam Bound Gray to the fold. Bound is still a young gun in his Halo esports journey, with the HCS Raleigh being his first major major land tournament since he started competing in Halo 5. Bound has not been scrimming with FaZe Clan, who are also facing issues with Eric Snipedown Rona, admitting he wants to spend his time between Halo and Apex Legends, saying he's not happy at all with the state of Halo Infinite. Eco says, wait, really? And Penguin says, what did I wake up to? So, uh, don't know what credibility that states with the players don't know. So... Here's the thing, right, is that we've known, we've seen uh, players on teams um, like troll as well. Like we've seen that happen and then the move actually does take place. And I'm not saying this is going to take place. I'm just saying we've seen this happen. Um, but at the same time, they did say something. Um, something to note is that... I. I believe as of still now, uh, Renegade has not said anything and, yep. and that could be more telling than not. Um, again, it's all pure speculation. Um, the, my thing though, go ahead. The objection here. Say another Johnny Depp. Trial. Oh, we're just bringing it back. Okay. Love it. 
Um, Tool says, my bet is that the rumors are true and the players are just baiting the rumors. Sure. And we, we know how Halo players are. Uh, my thing is, is like, why now? Was this turmoil, was this supposed tur- turmoil ever a thing previously? Because these guys competed at the top as splice before, I mean, during Halo 5, during the end of Halo 5. Tool says, why now Renegade lost? Yeah, so what? He got second. He's gotten second before with the same roster. That doesn't mean shit. Everybody loses at some point in time. You don't need to make a fucking roster change because you lost one LAN event. Um, so Frosty apparently said in one of his streams or whatever that uh, he said he wouldn't be going like he isn't going to Sentinels or he isn't going to Optic, one of the two. I forgot exactly what he said. Um, there's a clip of it out there somewhere. You can go find it. Uh, but why bound? I have nothing against the dude. Like, don't get me wrong. I think he's obviously going to progress further as things go on. But, like, why bound? Are FaZe not willing to give up? boo-boo or falcated there's no offense to bound but i'd rather have one of them maybe it's that uh that idea that bringing the new player who is learning and growing onto this team who is exploded you know they're they're explosive at times oh yeah they're really good that he will learn or maybe his play style just fits better because a bomb bound bound and renegade were Money twos, Tuesdays. Yeah, they, yeah. they played twos together a lot. They are twos boys. That's for sure. Um, they're they, they're undefeated tools. So it makes me like question why like does Renegade want to play with Bound? But now they're like, what's going on there? I don't know. I'm just again speculation. No, you're fine. Uh, Tool says Bound is the closest copy to Renegade. Bound is also the outside of the group. Uh, Boo Boo and Fowler duo and Snipe Down is Tapex. Yeah, Snipe Down's definitely. There's no. <laughs> There's no way he competes in both. There's just no way. We we talked about that shit for so long. Props to him if he does, but man, there's no way. So, um, so I just man, it just seems like a weird time before worlds. Well, I for we're all talking this to happen like. Well, we were talking about it in Discord, and like this would be the perfect opportunity to make a move, considering you have so much time before Orlando. That is true. That's a good point as well. Yeah. So, like, you have you have a few months or whatever to to dial it in as a team, make the move as soon as possible, work together as a unit, and if you're make if you keep that three fourths of a roster, so if you're only swapping out one player, I think I believe you still keep your spot wherever that was. So. If it's just Renegade that moves and they pick somebody else up, then Cloud9 obviously keeps whatever spot they're going to do. Um, and yeah, tools, exactly, 100%. It's, it's, I just, I was dead wrong about the optic shit, right? I just did not see it happening. You know what I mean? 
with Pistola getting benched, Formal getting picked up. I just didn't see it happening. They got second at uh, Anaheim. And I'm like, there's no, I mean, I, people had asked me beforehand, before that tournament took place, like, when do you think, what do you, who do you think is going to make moves uh, after Anaheim? And I'm like, well, depending upon where Optic is, and Optic got second, I'm like, they're never, no way. They're progressing. That's awesome. And then they dropped the bombshell that your backseat general managers will say that they saw a mile away. But regardless, it happened. This is another one of those moments where I just feel like there's why tools. I respect what you're saying. Like renegade loss. He doesn't like losing. Nobody likes losing. It's just why there's also speculation that he might be leaving for apex as well. Yeah. I saw that too. Teaming up with snipe down yep. as a matter of fact, uh, cause he uh, looks like, uh, Last January, Snipedown won a tournament, a 50K tournament, sure, with uh, Renegade and a guy named Rambro. See, it's I just, it's just so. I'm starting to get into a mentality, where. I think anything is possible in this scene, you know. Anything is possible and anything can happen, especially with the formal dealio. Um, in tools, I respect what you're saying as well. It's just, if he doesn't think he could win with the team, he's going to move on. It's just, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Let's say that this is true. Renegade moves on, uh, gets picked up by a different roster, um, whatever roster that may be. Uh, and I, what I really, if you want to give me like just a second, because I want to just, it's on Reddit. I know it is. Um, where the fuck was, it was from Frosty stream. And I think he said, he had to have said that it wasn't Sentinels that are going to be picking up because everyone talks about how. The backseat general managers are like, oh, just drop lethal, pick him up. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's what everyone is saying. If, if it's Sentinels, they're going to drop lethal. If it's Optic, they're going to drop APG. That's what the folks are saying. Um, you're thinking of Shotzi confirming it wasn't Optic? Oh, okay. So Shotzi confirmed that it wasn't Optic. What did Frosty say? Is I swear to God, Frosty said something too. Unless I'm just fucking stupid. Oh, you're not able to post links if you just tried posting a link. I'm sorry. I swear to God. Well, I could be completely anyway. wrong, though. I don't think Frosty's had a stream yet since news. Oh, very, very well. I'm, I might just be fucking idiot right now. Um... Either way, I just Oh my god, I'm so conflicted on this. I'm so conflicted on this because I think that Cloud9 are just are are fine. Like I don't think they need to do this. Now if there if there is actual turmoil within the team like and shit's not working out there, then yeah, 
obviously like, let's make a move happen here. Let's try to be amicable and get somebody where they want to go, have our team the way we want to be. Everything's good. Everything's on the up and up. But man, it's fucking weird. This felt like this came out of nowhere. I don't fucking know, man. Why? Why do it? Sentinels aren't dropping lethal. I'm telling you that much. (laughs) No way. Uh, The only other one that I could see happen. If 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 Renegade and Bound somehow do like a flip where Renegade goes to phase, Bound comes to cloud nine. And then if Snipe down leaves, who jumps into that last spot? This season? I don't know. Because then I saw like the people were talking about, oh, Shotzi's going to fucking come in. And I'm like, no. What if, what if we, yeah. So tools in chat says Sparty McFly. So what if you get Sparty? Oh, Sparty. That's right. I fucking forgot. He's on the You got got Sparty. You got Renegade. Renegade. Falcated. And And Boo Boo Doo Boo. And Boo Boo. And, uh, or, or, but I'd love to see how that would work out considering wasn't Spartan the one screaming at them at Raleigh about you drop me or whatever the fuck that was. I'd love to see how that happens with a team. Not like the Ryan noob situation blew up in their <laughs> fucking face. That's thank you, Beth. Yeah. Like seriously, you, why? Okay. So, uh, what about Pissola? He's still around, right? He did that too. But that's the question. Like, has he even been playing at all? He doesn't stream. That's for sure. He's silent on Twitter again, ever since the benching. I don't think they hate each other. He was just upset that they dropped him for bound. I don't know. I'm just saying, man, I don't see. And then he says, I don't think Pistola comes back until McWin comes back. That That's that fair. very well could be true. He's, he's yeah. probably at this point waiting out his contract. And Beth, I'm with you. If the Spartan Ryanoob situation didn't work out, I doubt the Spartan Boober Duper situation works out. Or, or, you know what? How about Fuck everyone it. just communicates better with each other? That'd be wonderful, but it come on. It's Halo player. It is. <laughs> it's Halo. No, but let's just say they do make the trade, and it does work out for half a year. And then everything boils over once again, and we're in this fucking same situation all over again. And then what does Renegade do? Oh, we're not winning. Better move again. Like, if... Tools, I'm going to run with what you were talking about. If Renegade truly is mad that he lost, and if he lost, he wants to move on to another team, how long until they are a top roster? And if they're not a top roster, does he just keep bouncing team to team? What happens then? Because right now, given the teams that we currently have, unless if the Spartan Booba Dooba situation squash and everything's okay, that roster notwithstanding, right? If we just look at what we have right now, 
I think he's with the best fit he can have. Competing at the top is what I'm talking about. Because unless Optic dropped APG, which I don't think they're going to do, unless uh, Sentinels drop Lethal, which I don't think they're going to do, what is he going to do? He's going to go to dysfunctional phase and try to do something? Tool says, what I think actually happened with C9 is you have a lot of egos who are frustrated at losing. They probably had a fight and either Eco or Stellar kicked uh, kicked Renegade or Renegade decided to bounce. It's possible. This might not be about their play. It might be about, like you said, the egos clashing about the play. You know what I mean? No, I, sure. I just, this is a, I don't know if I'm thinking about it too much of a Sentinels situation where they've been together for a while now. Yeah. That I would, I would hope and that this not, this might not be true. I would just hope that they'd be able, they'd be able to communicate. That's, that's the thing is that the communication, I well, would look, think they'd okay. be able to communicate with one another considering I mean, how much they've been together. I mean, are many of these players over 25? I don't think so. No, you got to take like, I mean, I'm 30 now. I think about things a lot differently than I did when I was 25. 100%. If I had a, if I was on a squad of, you know, four other peers and they're coming at me about something, things get fired up. Like, fuck you guys. I'm done. Or I'm out. You know, who knows? Egos, things, things will blind you to the success you're having. If, uh, you know, something, something comes up like that. So who knows? Sure. Waka says all their options are worse than staying together. At this current point in time, that's what, that's what would, it looks like. That's what I, that's what I feel like. Yep. If From C9, a playing standpoint. If C9 is splitting. So. Yeah. Tool says one thing uh, you got to learn about that splice core is that they're cold-blooded. Well, yeah. There's uh, no we have been together forever. So they're not Sentinels, man. They're just mm-hmm. not. Well, and like when, when Frosty talked about how he loves how on that team they can just – talk shit out. It's okay. Like if, if somebody makes a bad play, they can talk about it. If they, if there's, if something gets heated, they can talk about it. They diffuse the situation. They play their game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're, I'm not even going to use the word mature, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like I can see several possible, uh, possible moves for Spartan to teams that would be better equal to where EU is. But with Renegade, you're already on arguably the best team, and we know or assume we do. Send and Optic aren't going for him. So any team um, he went to would be a downgrade from where he is now. This is what wait, it sounds wait, wait, like. Wait. Trade Spartan for Renegade straight up. That could be interesting. Renegade on E-United? Renegade on E-United taking the, the place of Sparty. Sparty's been playing very well, moving to C9 with a with an estate. Well, not, you know, winners. Um I don't think Renegade elevates that team enough to be in the top three to discussion, and he wants to win. Okay, but what else? What, that's the only team I could see him possibly elevating, though. Because they're already there with Sparty. You plug you you look at Sparty versus Renegade. I I I think Renegade wins the one view. You know the 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 heads up stats every time. Stats aren't everything, but I think Renegade Not. wins at a you know best 
Halo Infinite player race against Sparty right now. Sp but Spartan does have skills and, and knows the game well. I think you could flip those players and have successful rosters on both sides. Semi-successful rosters on both sides. <laughs> Top six rosters on both sides. I think Cloud9 would be in a much better spot. Tool says uh, Renegade would bench himself on EU, and no shot he plays with those guys. What, what, regardless, regardless, if we just look at the players themselves, I think, I think there's no offense to the EU roster, but I, Sparta would be in a much better situation himself if he was on Cloud9 right now than Renegade on EU United, like from a placing standpoint. That that's what I, I, I I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just like no, I you know it might not happen. It no, might, if I'm just looking at player to realm, player, but yeah, yeah, player to player, like it's it's the most interesting to me. I'm really really curious as to what happens with Phase because we know Spartans uh, Spartan, we know Snipe Down's kind of disdain for the game of Infinite, and we know how much he enjoys playing Apex. Um. I uh, there's a lot of possibilities. I I don't know. It's 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 interesting situation. People are moving. We'll have to see what comes out of this. At this point, we can talk about it forever on where people may go. Uh, Tool says saying that C9 would get worse with Bound is debatable. Bound fits their model, and Stellar Eco are known for letting those types of players go to the next level. If anything, Phase is kind of a bad fit for Bound right now. He needs some players like Eco. See, I think I'm not saying that the players couldn't help Bound. I just think Bound would be the weakest link on that team. He, he even said it himself. He's yet. He didn't say this verbatim, but what I'm paraphrasing from what he said in in his like short thing at KC, was that he hasn't taken that next step yet to be a good teammate. That's fine. You're a bound stand, so no slander. I'm not trying to slander him. I have nothing against him as a player. It's just when I see him play, I feel he's not putting his team in advantage in in, in advantageous situations. I'm and this this is going to be a blasphemous comparison tools. Okay, but hear me out. It's like when it's like when Lucid talked about King Nick in like a half joking manner, where King Nick just always tries to go for the kill and always gets caught out. I don't see bound. Like, I feel like bound does more of that as well. I'm not trying to compare King Nick to bound. It's just when I see bound play, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing the Rena God. You know what I mean? Like they're phenomenal together playing as a duo. They are, they're phenomenal together. But fours, as they they know, they know this. I'm not trying to speak for them. Fours are a completely different beast. And Raleigh was Bound's first land. And I know he's only going to get better. He's only going to progress. At least I hope so. It's just, he needs to be more team-oriented, in my opinion. Ah. Uh. C9 is one of those teams like Sentinels. Uh, in my opinion, you can just plug in pretty much anyone in place of any of those guys, and they're still going to be top two. But I don't know if I see any of those guys uh, individually going to any other team 
and immediately elevating them in a massive way. And then Tool says that Bound is a player that fits C9's system. I just... We know how good, how great even, not even good, how great the three under the three other individuals on that C9 roster are. Like Renegade notwithstanding, if if he is gonna move. But Halo Infinite is a team game. We talk about it all the time. It's a team game. Especially in objective modes where you need consistent spawn wipes in order to get progress made. It is a team-based game. I felt like in Halo 5, you could have more individual skill being shown off because of the movement and the abilities that were associated with the game. Infinite, I feel, obviously is a little bit slower paced, but also is just more team-oriented. And Bound, as of right now, in my opinion, has not reached that state yet of being a good teammate. Now, maybe maybe Tools, you guys are right. Like, plugging him into this system could be exactly what he needs to elevate him to that next level. That's awesome. I can definitely understand, and you know what? I could probably agree with that. But he needs to take that next step. If, C, if they're going to make that change... And Bound does end up, and does end up going to C9. If they want a chance at being a top team, a top two team consistently, or even or winning consistently, Bound needs to take that next step. There's no way they can they progress without him taking that next step. That's just the way I view it. United, I don't know if they're ever gonna get outside top four again. Like, I don't know if they're going to progress into top two land ever again. I, I don't know. I don't see it happening with the way teams are going right now. Um, And phase is in a complete rebuild, it seems like. So, Waka says, whatever changes take place, teams are going to have to go through a rebuilding phase to learn the way the new players mesh. And, and besides... uh. A potential honeymoon phase, hundred percent, and that's that's why we we we've all agreed and discussed that this would be the perfect time to do something, right now. So, this story coming out, these changes taking place, it all makes sense from a logistics standpoint. Like, well, split two's right about to begin. Let's make all these changes right now. We can work on things through the open and pro series, lead into um lead into Orlando, bada bing, bada boom. You know what I mean? So now's the perfect time. And after that optic move took place, I have to sit here and be like, well, anything's fucking possible because I didn't see that one happening. Um, But I kind of kicked the can on this down the road for a while, but I'll just flat out say it. I said it earlier, but I'll flat out say it now. I can't see Snipe Down competing in both games. Efficient, efficiently and effectively. I cannot see him competing professionally in two games. So he will, in my opinion, need to step out of Halo, go to competitive Apex and stay there. And that's not a detriment. Like, I want him to be happy playing what he's playing. 
And from his, from what it sounds like, he is not enjoying playing Halo right now. So I would much rather him go to an esport that he's happy with and flourish there. And it sounds like Apex is that play. So if that takes place, FaZe is just imploding if Bound leaves and they need to build around Boo Boo and Falcated. Renegade would be amazing on that roster. You already have the the great talent in Boo Boo who is always progressing as well, which is great to see. And Falcated's Falcated. I don't think Spartan makes the move there. I don't think Spartan fits there. So who else? Fuck if I know. But you have a solid core. What if Snipedown and Renegade play both games? Fuck off. Fuck off, Tools. Get out of here with that. No! Fuck it. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. And I hope they flourish. I hope they do. Because more competition's awesome. It's just, I just don't see it happening. But I'm, I'm always wrong, so who gives a shit? You know what I mean? I'm always fucking wrong. Just fucking... What is happening? What the fuck is happening? I will say, though, I won't lie. Like, there's a part of me who really hopes that Re- uh, Renegade... Um, like, this, this is not real. That's what I'll say. I really... Part of me inside just hopes that this isn't real and Renegade stays. It's like, gotcha, fuckers. That's what I hope. But Tools, no, I don't... Personally, I don't want them competing in both games. They can do whatever they want. They can do absolutely whatever they want. And I will... I'm all for more competition in the space. And I know, like, I know that there are times where I talk shit about some of the players that are in the scene. I don't mean any ill will against any of them. You know what I mean? It's just, I react to what I see. Um, I react to what they say. And when Snipedown says that he wants to compete in both, I sit back in my, I, I sit back in my chair and I think about it and I'm like, Eric, that'd be fucking awesome for you to do it. And if you become one of the best players in both titles, that is amazing. That is awesome. I just don't see it happening. And that's just my opinion. So no, I don't want him to compete in both. I don't want Renegade to compete in both. I want them to play in the game that they want to be most dedicated to. And I want them to flourish in that game. Make a shit ton of money. Win shit tons of championships. Just be happy. That's what I want. I want them to be happy. Um, so, yeah. Will, are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. I know I rambled for a long time. Is yeah. there anything you'd like to add? No, we've talked about this definitely long enough in my opinion. All right. Moving on. That's it for uh, Roster Mania. Let's get to scrim recaps. I don't have any for you because they basically just started up. So uh, wait till next week. We'll have some things to talk about there. Although, actually, you know what, Will? There is one I want to briefly talk about. 
because I posted the tweet in the discord server. Um, yeah, there's literally only one I want to talk about. So fanatic went up against space station gaming. Well, mm. and, uh, one of the members of fanatic put out a tweet, um, talking about the scrim, right? And it was, uh, hold on one second. I'm, I have it. I have it right here. Envor said back to the grind with like that demon emoji, the purple one that everyone posts. You know what I mean, yeah. Envor said back to the grind. And, uh, the scrim was eight to four at that time in favor of fanatic. And then ACE replied with, we're tweeting scrim scores now. And my reply, and I'll say it on the show because I don't fucking care. It's, I, I see, I react, right? Uh, hey, Ace, maybe you should focus on winning a scrim first before you're talking shit about somebody posting a scrim result. It's like, all right. Who well, the, the fuck cares? Yeah, that's the one thing I'll say. It's a scrim, and the results are all over what? Halo Data Hive. You can go check them out there. I mean, it's not like it's not public information. No, and the dude was just like tweeting out, like fucking getting back in that shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're getting back. Uh, that was literally their first scrim. Yeah. Oh well. Ace, leave Envor alone, and try winning something before you start talking shit. All right. Good lord, dude. Anyway, that team needs a roster change, but that's besides the point. That's it for the scrim recaps that I guys wanted to put that out there. What do you got for the tournament league recaps, Will, that happened over the last week and some change? All right. We'll start off with eSports Arena Series E. Your winner is Boam Squad. It was Boam, Piggy, Aperture, and Spartan. Wait, it wasn't Boam? <laughs> uh, Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4 before results. A third, fourth was uh, a fine bench and Bear Claw eSports. Second was Business and first was Chronicles of Narnia. That a movie won the freaking Knights Arena Halo, uh, LFTG Halo Infinite 2v2. First place went to CN. It's Johan MC and Guardian. Halo Agent 4v4 results. Fourth place was Mind Boggling. Third was PB and Gungeon Sandwich. Second was Skyline Gaming. And first went to Ragers Esports, which was Fear, Astound, Glitchy, and Zayas. Halo Agent 4v4 results. And fourth place was Skyline Gaming. Second. Third was uh, Rage's Esports. Second was Umbra and first FFA champs. Next up, Magic's Ladies Only Spartan Standing Tourney, number two. Tied for third, uh, Halo Kitten and Candy Bear. Second was Kiddo and first went to Az- Azazel? Azel? Azazel? Azazel? Azel. Uh, moving on, Europa Halo Spring Series, number three. First place went to XEO with 4-3-2-1 coming in second. Uh, Lady Spartan Pro Series, Hydra Gaming took first. That included Janelle, Miss Audie, Minx, and Miss Lacar. And then second went to Need 8's Bad, which is Queen Squad. Good Vibes in third with Songfully, Echidna, Dreamy Dream, and Veronica. There you go. Very nice. What I got for the Tournament League recaps. Awesome. I still will never get it out of my mind about the alleged cheating of a player and then teaming with said player and then the accusations stop. Yeah, it was interesting. Just find that fucking hilarious. That's why, uh, so in our Discord, I asked if the allegations were looked into because they were still made. Yeah. And then dropped one, like, 
I think if someone's accused, there should be some sort of check verification, you know? Once the winning started. So anyway. Things went silent. Anyway. For the record, I don't think she cheated. No, I don't. Not at this point. No, not at all. Based off of what was shown, no. Just as a very high IQ for the game. That's what I'll say. It's there was there was one just briefly, there was one thing that was mentioned about like predicting spawns and like a player complaining, like, how did they even know that? And I'm like, it, it can't be that hard to predict. Sure, some of the spawns are fucky. Like, let's be real. But if you have excuse me, if you have things locked down, you can you can predict where people are gonna be. Ready for our first topic of the show? Yeah. Which really feels like our second. <laughs> um Responsibility as a player. So, I always will. What is his name? Is it, uh, I, I we it mess wrong. it up every time. No, you had it right, though. I is get it, it wrong. Is it, is it Colin? Kalen? 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 Kalen. I think it's Kalen. I think it's Kalen. I think you're right. Kalen from Europa Halo, or previously of Europa Halo, said, uh, a European Halo player physically threatening a Europa Halo staff member. Absolutely disgraceful. This member was on Team Titan, so let's get out Team Titan's response. Um, a situation occurred this afternoon during a Halo during the Europa Halo Finals where one of the players on the opposition team disconnected during round one of game three when our team had pretty much won the round. This then led to a lengthy delay where the admins decided that it should be a full reset of the match instead of our team being up 1-0. The match then restarted and one of our players ended up disconnecting when the admins decided because of the comms the comments made during the discussions that our team would forfeit the map and, and the win would go to the opposition team. This is where one of our players, who shall not be named, was verbally abusive and threatening towards an admin. This is something we here at Team uh, Titan do not stand for whatsoever in any way, shape, or form from any member of our organization. First off, we'd like to share our utmost apology to the admin themselves and everyone over at Europa Halo. We are deeply saddened by this and everything that has happened today. I shall not be discussing any further punishments implemented by Europa Halo themselves or the HCS. That is not for us to do so. We would like to... Uh, we would like... We would just like to issue a formal apology to everyone involved and we'll make sure as an organization that this sort of thing never happens again from anyone. Thank you very much for taking the time to read this. Regards, Team Titan uh, or Iconic EU. And then they also stated, due to the circumstances that came out today, we would like to announce that we are letting go of our current Halo roster. We wish them nothing but the best going forward. We'll be actively looking for a new team to replace them with Valencia just around the corner. And then Brainiac, one of the members of the team, not the member in question here, but a different individual from the team, put out this. For those who don't know, we had some internal issues in the team. One of our pissed off players DM'd an admin to vent, which got him a Europa Halo ban and can be HCS, and another had all his Europa Halo points withdrawn. This ban puts our team in danger, since we're not sure to succeed in finding a sub in time and to be able to perform the same. Not only endangers the team, but makes it unstable, and since the beginning of Infinite, I have given my, uh, myself body and soul to try to become professional, which makes me personally very saddened and very unmotivated for the sequel to Halo Infinite. I want to apologize to Team Titan EU who believed in us, but who we disappointed in a short time without being able to really prove ourselves and make their image shine on the European scene. And I sincerely want to apologize on behalf of the whole team to Europa Halo, we're struggling to organize events for us in Europe and to keep the community alive through their unfailing motivation. Although some decisions may seem illegitimate, as players, we just have to respect the admins and their decisions, no matter the outcome. Although sometimes frustrating, we all know that. 
I continue to compete, but I'm very uncertain about finding a team in time for the LAN in Valencia. So if teams are looking for a solid fourth who is 100% committed, I'm your guy. Good day, everyone, and fuck the mangler. <laughs> um, love that additive on the end there. Uh, you know, it's a very serious post. Added a little color and comedy in there, you know? It was. It was very, it was respectful, uh, thoughtful, and funny at the end. I like those. That was good. Um, okay. Briefly want to hit on this. To the player who verbally abused uh, one of the admins of Europa Halo, you can go fuck yourself. I'm not going to beat her on the bush. You can, in all sincerity, go fuck yourself. Thank you. Now, um, what I have seen, because I don't want anybody to feel as though admins are always in the right. Okay. Because everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. I want to say this from comments that I've read. And again, I haven't looked into things deeper, but I want to provide a point on this from comments that I've read. The admin in question of which again, who shall not be named the admin in question apparently has had multiple complaints issued against the individual against the admin. And, uh, but it sounds to me, and this is why I wanted to put this point out there. It sounds to me like these weren't reported in a meaningful way. An official manner. Yes. So if this is what I want to throw out there again, everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. And you know what? For all intents and purposes, some people just aren't cut out for whatever job it is. No matter the profession. Sometimes it's just not a right fit. From what I've read, this person has multiple issues. Okay? We'll just say that. If you as a player have an issue with this admin, please report it to the appropriate parties. Make your voice heard. Don't be an asshole. Okay. Or in our words, don't be a shitter. All right. But in all sincere, like in all seriousness, if you have an issue with the admin in question, please let your voice be heard in a constructive manner. Bring it to the, bring it. Like I get this individual as an admin, but find somebody who is higher up within the admin tree. Bring it to their attention. Bring proof as well. Talk it through. Okay? And if you have done that and nothing has come from that, then a bigger discussion needs to take place. Because I know I don't have the full story. I know 100% I do not have the full story. But the fact of the matter is, there is nothing more than I want than to everybody to be on the same page, understand what is happening, and be able to move forward. And as of right now, I feel like we're not there yet. So please, if you have an issue with this with this admin in question, report it to the proper people, bring proof as well, and let's see if something can happen. Let's see if something can take place, okay? Have a bigger discussion. And that's where I want to leave that. But to the person who verbally abused an EU admin, go fuck yourself. Thanks. Topic number two. All right. Topic number two. Three sides to every story. Yeah. Yep. 
So wasn't it Maddie who said that quote? I believe it was. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, it does. So sometimes I get something right. But yeah. <laughs> so I believe Maddie said that there are three sides to every story. And uh, we officially have a third side. Finally. So Ryan Oob, fresh off of having a child. Congratulations, by the way. Uh, this is what Ryan Oob said. Hey, guys, late to the party. Just wanted to clear up some things from my end. The situation's basically played itself out, but I, and I'm reigniting it for no good reason. I figured it'd be best to let the situation take its course because I'd rather avoid social media altogether, but seeing that things unfolded without the entire truth, I like to give more perspective on the affair. Yes, we worked on picking up formal before Anaheim. Pre-Raleigh, we had some issues that never got resolved. We burnt ourselves out a bit playing too much, but we got second, so hopefully that lights something under us uh, to believe in the process. This wasn't really the case. Our practices were getting hostile. We were beginning to give up on the foundations we had set, not just in-game, but out-of-game as well. And after watching Formal, I felt like he was exactly what we needed to boost our interest in practice and morale. I had always been walking on a knife's edge with Tyler, knowing one wrong argument could lead to a fallout. With this in mind, I proceeded with the idea of not telling him in case it wasn't a possible move. Every person I brought it up to, uh, as in of my best attempts, unbiased question, told me not to tell him, even when asking people not involved. I talked to formal pref uh, prefacing that I hadn't told Tyler and it wasn't a sure thing, but he said he was down. Management topped to optic and could not reach a final deal, so was dead. As we're picking a good time to bring Tyler in, word gets out. Tyler benching himself. All right, this one is a doozy. It was obvious things weren't great the past few months, but I figured enough time had passed that it was going to be fine. Got a call Thursday afternoon that Tyler didn't want to play with me. I said, all right, understood, and offered up options on where I would move to, and then heard he might move instead. We, EU management, talked about his options too. There were so many different ways this could go, so many factors involved in it, and instead of waiting and working and letting the situation play out, he benched himself prematurely Friday night doing a tell-all that ruins everyone's chances at figuring out what the best move is, and all I can think of is why, besides knowing him, is a misunderstanding of how this works and a miscommunication. First, he's not trapped on the team. There is a buyout in our contract. It's not a small amount, but it was somewhat reasonable. Usually in these situations, the buyout is the max, but there's negotiation based on the team's plans and whatnot. Tyler, being good at the game, uh, would probably not get a lower buyout. Shit, just lowering our cut of world's prize pool by one place would offset how much EU makes from his buyout without considering what EU would have to pay for whoever we pick up. I'm saying all this from a logistics point of view, but as Halo players who have been through this for so long, we're working on making everything right, and barely 48 hours later, Tyler forces his hand, and now everything's weird. What now? Honestly, I have no idea. Tyler might not get bought out and stay on the bench until his contract runs out. He might get traded. I might get traded. The team could decide to want Tyler, and I might get benched. Tyler might unbench himself, and honestly, I'd be fine with it. I know Tyler, and knew all this could happen. He's a good Halo player and was a good, albeit scary, teammate for the past year. We could hash it out and work on forgiving each other, or it could be irreparable. Or irreparable. I wrote this up to clear some things as well as point out how fucked everything can end up being because of the positions we're in. In my opinion, EU doesn't deserve the flack they're getting. 
There was barely a day and a half of work being done before we got to this position of everything being fucked. TLDR, we, I, tried to see if we could pick up formal without telling Tyler until we knew it was a possibility. Tyler shouldn't have tweeted anything about being benched. It just makes everything so much more difficult to figure out. Saying all this, it's not all on him. I know I could have been a better teammate, as well as other teammates being better teammates. Management could have been prese- uh, could have presented everything better, and as he said, we were on a downward spiral for a while. Pre-KC, I honestly thought everything was getting better. Team was getting a bit out of a funk. We were in outside of the game, and it was leading to proper discussions in-game. I was wrong, but that's okay. Living, uh, living this life, all situations are going to be weird and hard. We just do what we think is our best and adapt accordingly. Go ahead. I don't know. That just seems like the the best response we've heard yet to this whole thing. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. No. The fact that he owns up to like, hey, we all did something wrong here. Like that, like, okay, props, you know? And he did say that he should have been a better teammate. Um, he should have communicated better. He did. He does talk about how he realizes how Tyler is. Um, hell, we don't know Tyler, and we could have seen how this would have happened. At least in my opinion. Um, and it sounds like emotions ran high. That's what it seems like to me. Emotions ran high. Sure. Um, I mean, we have more information now. And uh, no, like I, I still, I still seriously believe that like, unless something drastic happens, United's in a st- in like a stalemate right now. They're just in a fucked situation because th- every team knows Spartan wants out, but United doesn't want to give them up for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. It's, it, it's what I talked about the other week. It's, it's the same shit. So what, what's going to be the straw that breaks that what's, what's going to be it? What's going to happen? I honestly feel like it, it's got to be a trade, right? For one of them. And that's, is that why you were talking about like, what if Renegade was traded for and a, a Spartan Renegade trade straight up? Yeah. Or what, uh, would Renegade work with Spartan? Like what if Ryan Noob gets traded? What if they fuck up and trade Nick and keep both of them on the team and bring in Renock? Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go, enough. Of, I'm 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 over the roster mania talk. All right. No, you're good, man. Beth says I'm just so confused on the why now aspect on Spartans end. Like it yeah. sounded like the situation was over, and then he just brought it all up again and benched himself. Yeah, because they were talking it was pre Anaheim. All this came out. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was pre Anaheim that he was that they were getting that they wanted to pick up formal. But then Ryan, oh, yeah, they knew about it. Yeah. Ryan goes on to talk about how like the team was downward even from Anaheim on. Right. Right. So like, Oh, Beth says I've been so back and forth on this. I, I know I sound fickle as all get out. No, you're fine, Beth. It's like, this is why I, we talked about it. We know Spartan's an emotional person and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being an emotional person. Um, he, 
my problem with how Tyler handled the situation is that, and I know I'll get flack for this, but it's again, it's about being professional in my opinion. I'm, I am 1000% fine with you wanting to speak your mind. Absolutely. There's, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be in trouble for speaking your mind, but there's a difference between speaking your mind and speaking your mind in a professional manner. And I swear it just felt like Spartan shot himself in the foot by benching himself because literally we're at a point now where he does not want to play for a team that he does not want to be a part of. Understandable. That's fine. That's fine. But now don't start bitching about the money that you're not making anymore. The offers that you're not getting anymore. Don't be bitching about it because you did this to yourself. The other thing too is he, he Spartan did say that he wanted to be traded or for Ryan to be traded. And it sounds like, United looked into both options. So why and Ryan said it's he yeah, he's fine with whatever happens too. Right. So like why bench yourself if they actually are looking into things that you asked for? Right. And also looking into potentially getting rid of Ryan. That's no, I don't know, man. I guess it's probably it, I mean it's probably that uh, you know, I understand I understand getting emotional about it, right? Like Yeah. Like, they almost traded away one of your best friends. Right. But uh, like you said, you can be emotional and still communicate professionally with the team, with, with, with the organization about what the hell's going on. Right. right. And the, the, going straight to social media. Well, I guess it wouldn't be straight to social media. It seems straight to social media for us, but there was stuff brewing for a while here, but right. Even so bringing it to social media for the world to see. Right. Which is his MO can get you in trouble. It, it's, it's, it's just, again, I have no problem with speaking your mind, dude. Like there's yeah. no problem with that whatsoever, but I don't want to see you bitching for shit that you did to yourself. It's, that's what really gets to me about the entire situation. Because if I was a player, Spartan is unfathomably good. Like Spartan is a phenomenal player. He has skills to pay the goddamn bills. He, he could easily be on a top tier roster thousand percent yeah i can agree with that but it's how he acts out of it is what irritates me it's that's the shit if i was if i was a player like i would be looking at that like yeah his skills absolutely amazing but if you don't mesh you don't mesh and i don't want him airing dirty laundry if something goes south for him like there's it's just so fucking annoying to me. But hey, he did it. He has to live with it. I I hope he gets picked up by by a team who wants him. Because I want I want him to do well on the stage. We know he can. It's man. What the fuck? Oh. Beth says, yeah, that's where I agree with Spartan. I'd be pissed off if I found out my team was trying to get my duo dropped behind my back too. But the part of them uh, only having two days to work on this before Tyler benched himself to make it sound like he didn't bring it up in a, being a major issue right away. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even, 
Fucking no. He... From Ryan Oop's statement here, Will, you mentioned it. It, it sounds like they... He's fine with whatever happens. If he gets benched, if he gets traded, like whatever it is, he's fine with it. It's what it sounds like to me from his statement. Yeah. So, and Spartan just, it, like, Spartan just went and fucked it up. <laughs> oh. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how much easier a trade or a, you know, whatever would have been if all this didn't come to light with them, you know? Yep. Probably would have been way easier. I'm telling you, it it's it literally is the Baker Mayfield situation in the NFL. Every NFL team knows that Baker wants out of fucking Cleveland. Cleveland doesn't want to get rid of him for pennies on the dollar. But nobody's going to buy him. Because they'll just wait for his contract to go up so they don't have to buy him. Like, it's literally, the, it's the same thing. But the but the difference here, the difference here is that Cleveland went out of their way to get Deshaun Watson. Spartan just fucked himself. So, like, <laughs> and again, I always fucking feel like I need to say this, but Spartan standing his ground. There's no issue with that. It's the way he did it. That's the thing. I have no problem with him standing his ground because it's because that's a terrible situation to be fucking put in. Absolutely. It's the fucking way he did it. And that's not to say Ryan did something shitty either. Ryan. Absolutely. Ryan Absolutely. Did something shitty. Are you kidding me? Yes. But God damn it, dude. Oh, my God. Yep. All right. We'll have to see what happens with the whole... This is another just hanging in the wind situation within, with Halo right now. At least Halo Esports. So It is. It's, it's going to be... When all this news breaks of the moves that happened, it's going to be like a domino effect. In my, uh, That's what I think is going to happen. It's going to be like, oh, yeah. You know, either Spartan or Ryan Noobs move to this team. Bound is going to... Renegades over here, you know, d- d- whatever. It's going to just all fall into place. And then we'll have an exciting season two. <sighs> <laughs> what we a are, fucking time to be alive. Our predictions will all be wrong again. They're always wrong anyway. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It, they're just wrong all the time. Good point. Great point, Josh. But like I said, I just really hope that the renegade situation is not true. There, obviously, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, you know, but man, I just really hope it's not true. Um, it'll be like lethal leaving EG all over again. Yeah. But like, that was the thing too, is that he just left. <laughs> there was no, like, there was no drama behind it. I mean, until the move happened, right. Where he, he left in the middle of the fucking season is what it felt like or whatever. But no, he just, he, he just up and left. CLG was like, hey. Before the contract era, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I mean, freaking oh, the saw, domino effect? Understandable. Well, I mean, we did see it in Halo 2. Like, not Halo 2, but Halo as, Halo, like, Halo 5, mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to say, where, like, once official HCS events were over, teams were flip-flopping all the time. Oh, yeah. It was insane. Yep. 
And now with the contract stuff, it's a little more difficult. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, All right, well, let's get into some regular news. Andy Salisbury leaves 343. This is by Andy. He says, professional update. Today was my last day here at 343 and Microsoft. Firstly, to the amazing Halo community team, I count myself lucky to have been among your ranks. Shipping everything from MCC seasons to infinite has been a total joy, and I can't thank you all enough. To the amazing Halo community, thank you all for making me feel so welcome. Whether I was digging through art, getting wrecked in a play date, or hanging out at an HCS event, I'm thankful to have met so many of you. Your kindness, creativity, and passion cannot be understated. As for what's next, something's on the horizon, but that's news to be shared later. In the meantime, it's time to turn off my alarms for a couple of weeks and to spend copious amounts of time in Last Spartan Standing and BTB. See you all online in the meantime. Andy, you'll be sorely missed. Um, 343 is now also hiring for a social media manager. It's by sketch. We're looking for an experienced social media manager to join our Halo community team. If you got the qualifications, learn more and apply at the link, including the Google doc, the show to the show. Uh, and another, a big one. Um, the former, if I'm not mistaken, the former creative director of Halo infinite has departed as well. Jerry hook. Uh, leaves 343. He states, Today marks my last day at 343 Industries, Microsoft, and Halo. This journey has been filled with creating new worlds, platforms, and products from Xbox, Xbox Live, to Halo. Most of all, it has been working alongside some of the most passionate and driven people in the industry that have impacted millions of players around the world. Thank you to all that have let me run alongside you in this amazing industry, and thank you to this community. Quote, If we all did the things we're capable of doing, we could literally astound ourselves. End quote. That's from Edison. Jerry's a big one. Um, so to Andy and Jerry, good luck to you guys in the future, wherever you guys may end up going. Um, we'll see what happens with the game. That's where I'll leave that. Will, uh, you like beefy Spartans? Sure. Well, the Fracture Entrenched event is going on right now. Featuring the Diesel Punk inspired Eagle Strike Armor Core and other themed rewards, the free 30 tier event pass is available now alongside a limited time playlist and event specific challenges. Oh, everybody loves event specific challenges! This is the first of six total appearances that Fracture Entrenched will make over the course of Season 2. You know, because it's a six-month season. Operating in a similar fashion to Fracture Tenrai in Season 1. The Entrenched Fracture. For the five recurrences of the Fracture Entrenched event, we will be releasing a five-part tie-in story that is directed by the community. By you! Wait, what? How? Let me tell you. The Last Sky Marshal is the first of what we're calling Story Shards. Hosted on Waypoint, this will be a choose-your-own-adventure-style story set in the entrenched universe, told over five parts. Parts 1 through 4 will feature a cliffhanger where a dilemma will be presented and the community will vote on where the story goes next. What choice will be made? How will it end? That's up to you. 
Keep an eye out for part one of the sky of the last sky marshal here on waypoint. When the entrenched event returns in June, huh. those who join us during the first fracture entrenched launch week will also receive the entrenched Spartan backdrop to further customize your in-game experience. So how do you progress the event pass? Well, Challenges. The same shitty system they've had implemented since the launch of the game. Progress on the event pass is made by completing event challenges, which you can find on your challenges page marked with a red banner. And they're intermixed with normal challenges. So have fun. Completing an event challenge will unlock an event pass tier reward, progressing you through the event pass. You can progress up to 10 tiers of your event pass in a given week. And then land grab. Event challenges for Fracture and Trench center around the event playlist Land Grab. Land Grab will come to Halo Inf- uh, comes to Halo Infinite during the Fracture and Trench event and will become a rotational playlist when the event is over. All right, well, I kind of had fun with this one. So, sure. An update on the Halo Infinite update. This is by Unishek. Update. We're targeting next week. Now this week for this release. We'll continue to share updates as we get closer. Then we have an update on the update on the Halo Infinite update by Unishek. Update. We're targeting Wednesday, (laughs) which is today. And then throughout this, uh, Denizzi said, put out a fucking clip and this is terrifying. You can ping players through walls. Literally like where they're standing, it'll ping on them. And it works on players with active camo. So that's fun. And guess what did not get fixed? That. But we have our Halo Infinite update. This is a May 25th patch, and it's not by Unishek, but this is by the Halo support site. So yes, the patch, the gun jamming patch is out. Uh, it's live right now. You can download it if you haven't already. Please do. Here's what's included. Various skill jumps that relied on small props or thin ledges have been restored to the following maps, Aquarius, Bazaar, Live Fire, and Streets, but not all of them are back. Most, but not all. If you want a breakdown on the ones that have returned and ones that have not, go check out Shyway's Twitter. They're on there. Uh, some automatic weapons like the battle rifle should no longer jam or fail to fire after continuous firing. Wasps on the map, high power, well, who fucking cares? The overshield will now be available at the start of matches on the map, Bizarre. I like that. Like that change. Happy about yeah. that. I'm excited to see how that works in um, comp. Sure. Yep. Uh, zones in total control, land grab, and king of the hill should no longer enter a state in which neither team is able to capture it. Thank God. Never experienced that, but great. Yep. Um... Let's see. Join in progress rules have been improved, so players are less likely to enter matchmaking sessions that are nearly complete. Okay, cool. Uh, for those who want like the uh, more social breakdowns and campaign breakdowns, please read the article. It's included in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show, but I'm not going to read them here. Um, changes to the speed lines option in the video tab of the settings menu are now reflected in game. Good to see. Um, and then they've Im- improved performance on PC, but. I've also heard that people are still having crashing issues. So take that as you will. Things will obviously always continue to be improved upon. Uh, I got to talk about PC when we get to Will's adventures. Oh, I'm just reminded. Oh man. I feel like a rant is coming on. That sounded a little heated there. Yeah. Are we getting a will rant soon? Forgot about this until you just said PC. Oh, I'm fucking ready for a will rant, baby. 
Uh, the download size is on all platforms, approximately two gigs or less. So there's that. Uh, that's it for the regular news. God of the games, watch! Uh, hey, you know Midnight Society, Dr. Disrespect's game company, they're making a video game? Well, guess what? They're not alone. This is a message from Nade Shot by 100 Thieves. I'll never forget the feeling I had playing Halo 2. Racing home from school or work to jump into a night of ranked, grinding for hours to level up just to see my new icon next to my name and know I was one of the best. I can still vividly remember those games. Call of Duty, Pokemon, StarCraft. I never had so much fun competing with myself and playing with my friends. I've been thinking a lot about those games recently. Playing those games are the moments I'll never forget. The hours I spent launching, uh, laughing with my friends meant just as much as the trophies. Looking back, it was the magic of those games that made me fall in love with video games and made me realize I wanted to make this my career. Today, I have an exciting announcement to share. It's our biggest announcement since we founded 100 Thieves back in 2017. 100 Thieves has championship esports teams, amazing content, and are making our best apparel ever. I'm really proud of where we are and excited to keep pushing ourselves to be better. But looking back on my career, every few years I've made a big move. From uh, competitive player to content creator to entrepreneur, I love building and creating new things, and I think I've found my next challenge. 100 Thieves is making a video game. Nate Shot. Good luck. That's all I can really say at this point. Yeah, we have no idea what, what it's going to be. I imagine a first-person shooter. That's what I'm going to guess. Yeah, I would, you know, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. A first-person shooter MOBA RTS. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. Um, That's like Midnight Society. I've seen a lot of X, Halo, and Call of Duty people go there. So I, I would assume that it's going to be a FPS. Oh yeah, creating oh, studio, yeah. especially with Doc Doc on it. So oh yeah, uh, Beth says here's hoping it's not another stupid BR. It might be. In fact, tis the trend. Uh, here's what I hope doesn't happen though. Ooh, go for it. It's like they have streamers and content creators. I hope they're not like forced to play the game. You know, or what if it's like not good? How awkward would that be? If like. Courage is like, or some, you know, people are all like, oh, Courage, why aren't you playing the 100 Thieves game? You know, like, I could see that being a huge plus for uh, marketing or a huge negative. Sure. On either side. Anyway, just something they might want to think about. Also, I know uh, this was way, way, way back in the show, but I do just want to clarify something. Yes, Tools was right. It was not Frosty who said anything. It was Shotzi and Renegade would not be joining Optic is what Shotzi said. There you go. So there's that. Again, I know this is way further on in the show, but in case anybody comes at me with that, I did go back and look. I wanted to verify. So, because I do get things wrong all the time. Um, Will, that's it for Cod and Other Games Watch. I am excited for what you have to say. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. I'm not even going to add the rest of it because yeah, yeah. here we are. So all I've played is Halo Infinite. All right. And you know, PC, baby. Yeah, last weekend, I was sitting around. And I was like, you know, I've heard there's been improvements on PC. Like, little bit by little bit, it's been getting better. From what we've heard, right? And, like, people have said the custom games feel good on PC compared to... It just looked... You know, I was like, oh, I'll get better frames, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. 
It's supposed to be a better experience. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was like, you know, it says I'm getting 130 frames, and then I like turn, and it's all like motion blur, choppy, can't see. Sure. Um, but my biggest gripe, my biggest gripe is, you know, it syncs your data to your Xbox. You know, you get all your stuff. It's it's all synced. Yeah. So I was like, all right, screw this PC bull crap. I'm going back to my Xbox. Yeah. When I signed into my Xbox. Everything was reset. All my settings, gone. Everything I had on there, like my, I loaded into my first match. My controller was different. My fucking, it was back to blue and red. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I went through, you know, everything was reset. I was pissed. I had to spend so much time going through, setting everything back up. It's like, it's not supposed to do this. It's supposed to keep your shit separate. Yeah. At least it should. And yeah. it did not. Fuck me. So that's, that's my little rant on that. It just wiped my, my Xbox clean, basically. Wow. So, that's crazy. Yep. So I was not happy, but um, I'm assuming that's not a common occurrence. Sure. Um, I would ho- fucking hope not. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has had that experience, if they've tried playing on both, but yeah, I'm just going to stick to the Xbox from now on. Yep. I'm still there, too. I am still there, too. So that's, but yeah, um, I think I'm up to plat four or five in both open and solo duo Ooh. now. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to knock on that diamond door. <laughs> knock on the diamond door. You're going to burst through that fucking door is what you're going to do. It, it's, it's so crazy too, because the games vary so much. Oh yeah. And it really depends. Like I've, I've seen a few onyxes, which piss me off to no end, but, sure. um, there's been, yeah, it's just. Like there's games where you have uh, teammates with a, a pulse and IQ and teams where your team times where you, your teammates don't like, yeah. you know, I just, uh, it, it's, it's such a weird level to be at. But anyway, that's all I played with some Halo Infinite. Josh, yourself? I only played Halo Infinite as well. Uh, we had the community play date where we did run FFA um, and I hate FFA. Yeah. But I think it played fairly well on Catalyst, to be honest with you. Yeah, it did okay. I think it did. I, I think it's. I think it helps that it's a symmetrical map as well. Um, Sightlines being open definitely can get caught out. Um, but no, I think it sets it up for opportunities to make some cool plays. Uh, I think there's a lot of angles, like nade angle possibilities on that map yeah. as well. So... Like with the amount of ramps and all that stuff, I think that's really cool. Uh, I do like, I think I do like Catalyst. I think I do like that map. What I will say is, uh, I've, I've, for the entrenched event, I've literally played one game of land grab. And I will say this. Well, I think this, this event structure of having to play the event specific playlist, do the event specific challenges. I think it's fucking stupid. Uh, and I'll always say that. Um, I will say this though. One silver lining will, we finally have an event. We finally have an event where it's not, you're by yourself. It's not, you spawn with random weapons. It's a true four V four mode. Even starts. That's what it is. Mm. And I like that. 
I'm a fan of that. <laughs> so I played one game of land grab. Um, it what, went. Go ahead. What map? Catalyst. Oh. Yeah. I would say 50% of my games have been on Behemoth for land grab. Oh, gross. And I have not enjoyed that. Oh, gross. That's in there? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Ew. Ew. That's really bad. I didn't know that. Oh, no. Um, no, the only game I played was like Catalyst. Yeah, I played it on. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, at, no. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking bad. Yeah. They replaced. They replaced Behemoth, Behemoth CTF with Behemoth Land Grab. <laughs> Ew. Um, no, but the the game that I played, it went to, like the last capture point. It, we we were, uh, I think it was at first to ten or whatever. It's first to eleven. So oh yeah, so we 10, were at 10, 10, 10, Yeah, so yeah, wow. first to eleven. We're at ten ten, and um, no, I uh, I played a little sneaky deaky, uh, contesting, um, so you have the bottom mid light bridge where camel rest spawn yep. whatever. Uh, the hill had the the capture point had spawned like right on one of the ledges above. Yep. You know, um, that was the last hill, and I'm in there, um, and I see two red dots coming, and they're standing on the opposite side, like they're standing on what I would call just the right side of the hill next to the pillar. So they're on the yep. other side of the yep. pillar, and so I'm just crouched on the other side of the pillar, like because my teammates are up on response, they're trying to work their way over to me. Um, and so I'm just contesting the two that are there and they know I'm there. So they're throwing nades at me. I'm throwing nades at them, just trying to keep everything at bay as much as I can. And then as soon as I saw my teammates come over, I double back. Um, and I go towards like the, that, like that side's ramp up the to top mid. Yep. Um, and a guy had jumped down and we fought, we both traded. Uh, but that gave my teammates enough time to kill the other two that were in the hill. We got it. And we won the game. Very nice. Yeah. So I was happy about that. Um, yeah, it was only my first game. It was my first and only game on the mode, but the fact it went to round 11 or whatever, like the 11th capture point for both teams, I think that was really cool. Um, And yeah, I kind of like it. it. I think the, the thing that I enjoyed most about that game that I played is that now on Behemoth, that'd be a whole fucking different story because that map's too big. But on Catalyst, at least, it was nice that when... I saw the capture point coming up, you know, because like the three that spawn, um, because they spawn in threes in the beginning and mid of the game. Yep. Um, the, so you have one that spawns kind of towards you, one that kind of spawns towards them and one towards the middle area. And I felt it always gave an opportunity to get a flank going because you would have like one or two people on the one closest to them. Well, maybe they're not expecting you to try to make your way to that point. You know what I mean? The way I've seen the, the, the kind of pros play it, I guess mm -hmm. is like, so like Aquarius, right? First three Hills are your base, their base and top mid and the pros will push for their base and top mid first before ca capping their own. Oh, sure. Cause you can try to double back. Yep. Yeah. So, and, you, and if you, anyone dies, you get the responders back there. Absolutely. So it's, it's been interesting seeing that kind of, uh, that kind of play. Yeah, it, it is. It creates it creates a lot of possibilities because then you also know if someone's standing in the hill, right? And you have to you have to. I feel like you have to stay on your toes more often because there are three capture points to pay attention to now, yep. and I, I like that. And Beth says I prefer to strongholds. To be honest, hey, there you go.
I feel so bad for you guys though that you had to play on Behemoth. That that actually that it sucks because I just said how I'm ex- I hate the event structure, but I'm excited that it's just a normal ass four v four mode, and then they put that in there. Yeah, it's not fun. I don't enjoy it. That sounds god fucking awful. <sighs> yeah, that's that's all I played. So all right, some Halo Infinite. Cool, cool. Let's get into some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. Um, it was a fun time. And uh, we did we did our FFAs, did it on more than one map, but I thought Catalyst actually worked pretty well. So, Will, thank you for the recommendation on that. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, that was fun. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We had Mythic49, uh, Cristobal, uh, Ron with the follows, I mean, uh, Ron Bergen Y with the sub and Beth with the 25 month resub. Thank you guys so much. You guys get a woo. And then, uh, randomized with the follow as well. Thank you so very much. Greatly appreciated. Um, happy belated birthday to super CC wonder boy in L town. And then I wanted to give, <laughs> I don't think he's here right now, but, uh, Jamar, when you listen to this episode, inevitably, I want to give a special shout out to Jamar for finally being caught up with the show since listening from episode one. This man went on a journey listening from the very beginning or humble beginnings of the show to where we are now. And he literally caught up. I think it was today. Yeah. I think it was today. Wasn't it that he caught up? Yeah. Um, and that's, Unfucking believable. So Jamar, shout out to you. That's and thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I, I, there's not much else I can say. Um, God, community creations. Reddit.com forward slash r forward says Halo memes for every for Halo memes every day. Clips of the week number one fifty eight by High Tech Redneck. Go check that video out. And then how to play live fire like a pro. It's by Halo. It's, uh, by Wonder Boy and Dreamhack Halo. Go check that video out. Will uh. That's, oh no. Beth says, speaking of old episodes and a journey, I gave the Mexican pizza another try over the weekend. Because yes, folks, in case you didn't know, Taco Bell brought back the worst item on the menu. (laughs) I just never saw the appeal. If you want to know, go watch, watch, go listen. It's not even video, right? That was before we did video. Yeah, it was. Yeah, go listen to the taco. Do you remember the number? I think it's episode 50. You, he He's the man of the numbers over here. Go go listen to that episode. The Mexican pizza at Taco Bell ain't it. And Beth says it was okay. You know what is back, though, and is fucking fire? The, uh, the fucking cheese crusted chalupa or whatever the fuck they call it. That's back. Yeah. And it's amazing. Oh man. They do good shit over at Taco Bell. I'm telling you, man, live Moss. Indeed. Taco Bell live Moss. Indeed. Where are, where is it? Yeah. The toasted cheddar chalupa. That's it. The toasted cheddar chalupa. Um, Beth says, like, it's not something that'd be my go-to, but it was fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's it's not awful, 
it's just I fucking got it, and I, and I, there are people who say it's their favorite thing on the menu, and to those people, that's fine. It's your opinion. It's wrong, but it's your opinion. I ate it, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Apparently, our uh, our podcast has been flagged on Spotify for uh, it says learn more about COVID because we've talked about COVID in the shows. Oh, so it's like the misinformation thing. But anyway. so say. Hey, Spotify. <laughs> Fuck you and get vaxxed, bitch. Get boosted, too. Misinformation, my ass. Episode 50, UGC qualifiers begin, and Taco Bell is the name of the episode. This man knows the numbers, dude. I'm telling you. He knows the numbers. Um, Will, I have a Taco Bell thing I want to share with you. Okay. You'll be proud of me. I'm not kidding. You'll be very proud of me. You ready for this? I don't think you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? Okay, what do you got? All right. Went to Taco Bell the other day in in the in the hometown here. And pull up in the drive-thru. Well, first I looked on DoorDash because I'm like, I don't want to go get it. I'll go get it. I don't want to go get it. It's like it'll be 40 minutes. I'm like, like fucking hell it will. It's so like a- yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, like it's a 5 minute drive from here. Like 40 minutes my ass. Now granted, this was kind of late, but still 40 minutes my ass. So, got in my car, I drove there. Uh person at the at the drive-thru uh was wonderful as always. Asked what I'd like. Like, yeah. This this is when I saw that they had the uh cheese crusted chalupa again. Like, yeah, I'd like the cravings box, please. And can I get, I'm not a sour cream fan. So I asked if I could not have sour cream on the items in the box. One of which was a beefy five layer burrito. Another of which was that cheese crusted chalupa. She comes over the mic and says, oh yeah, that's fine. Just giving you a heads up. We don't have beans. You are not a fan of the refried beans. I'd be fine with no beans. So... Um, she told, she tells me that and I'm like, wow, no beans at a Taco Bell. What a weird situation. I, what a weird predicament I'm put in right now, because what do I do? And my wife is a fan of their just traditional ass bean burrito. Right. So obviously I'm not getting that for her because they don't have beets. So I'm like, huh? Okay. That's fine. Can I get double the meat in my beefy fiber burrito? She's like, absolutely. That was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. That sounds wonderful. It was wonderful. That was one of the best decisions I've made. Because they didn't have fucking beans. So wait. I might do that always now. I was like, is that an option without like, can I just, no beans? Yes. But instead, can I double the meat? I bet you. Now. They might upcharge me. I bet if you, if it's just for like ground beef, I bet they won't. But I Mm. bet if it's like chicken or steak, they would. Ah. Because, you know, they put ground beef on everything. Well, yeah, true. But to me... But a beefy... What is that? A beefy five-layer burrito? Yeah. Without the beans, double the meat? Sure. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 And I'm fuck, I'm sitting there like... All right, we got to go to Taco Bell. Let's close this out. <laughs> no, when I thought about it, I'm like, why the fuck? Because I want everybody to get the idea out of their mind that Burger King's the only place you can have it your way. Okay. 
Like you can literally go to a re- go to a fast food place and ask for specifics depending upon what you want. Everybody should know this at this point in time. We'll talk about you can do the same thing. Um, so yeah, I why the fuck not? You don't want beans on anything. Get something with beans. So you say fuck your beans and give me this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> do, I do it in that manner. Hey, I don't like beans. Fuck your beans. Give me this shit. <laughs> Reminds me of the fuck your chicken strips game, you know? <laughs> fuck your chicken strips. But now I'm just going to be like, fuck your beans. We're going to talk about how can, how can I help you? Yeah, I'd like a beefy five-layer burrito, but fuck your beans. Give me that shit. Oh, oh man. Yep. Oh, man. See, I'm telling you, just, just fucking do it. And Beth says, I've had some amazing creations just by ordering stuff while ordering online. See, just fucking live it up. Live moss. <laughs> Pay attention to what Taco Bell's telling you, folks. Hashtag not Live nad. Moss. Not Nad. Yo. Not Nad. Oh. Man, would I love to be sponsored by them, but holy shit. Oh. Beth says that's what my mom does on her tacos because she doesn't like veggies. So for all the tacos, she'll get double meat, cut the lettuce and tomato. Wow. It's, it's just that's a lot of meat. It's just meat and it's cheese. It's just meat and cheese out of fucking sauce. I mean, maybe there's some sauce. That's great. It's the, it's the, it's the sauce, though. Unless she gets it on the side. It's literally it. Oh. I don't blame her. No, because meat, bad. cheese, and shell tastes amazing. It's just funny. It's it good stuff. That's good stuff. Oh, it's fucking funny. <laughs> Beth, I love you. I love your mom. That's awesome. You guys oh. are amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. We haven't had a Taco Bell talk in a while. It's been a while. It's, 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 I've been talking about Taco Bell. Yo, uh, Wraith, a.k.a. Wraith, Wrath, Wraith, Wrath. Thank you for the follow. Greatly yes, appreciate thank it. You. Welcome to the live show. We played some games during my infinite run this weekend. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. Making friends. Yeah. What a guy. Look at you. I'm, I'm awkward, playing behemoth. I, tr- I, tr- I hate behemoth. Mm-hmm. Awkward, but I try sometimes. She'll order the Chalupa Supreme Cravings box and tell them to cut the sour cream and tomatoes. I am 100% with you on cutting the sour cream. And I'm, I'm with you on the tomatoes. I hate the tomatoes. See? And as, if there's anything we've learned... Fuck your beans. There you go. That's it. I'm telling you, man. Beefy five layer with no beans, double meat. That is the play. And also cut the sour cream. So it's literally, that's fucking hilarious too. The beefy five layer burrito turns into a two layer fucking burrito. Oh my God. It's fucking, it's literally meat. And then inside the tortilla, there's fucking nacho cheese sauce. Yeah, That's the whole thing. That's it. It's delicious. Oh, no. She'll order the Chalupa Supreme Cravings box. Tell them to cut the sour cream and tomatoes so she unsupremes the Chalupa Supreme. <laughs> she yeah. Because the Supreme is sour cream and tomatoes. Yes. She unsupremes the Chalupa. <laughs> what the fuck have we turned into? Okay. Oh. Do, we need to, do I need to close this out? Oh, I, literally, I was just about to ask, Will... We, we've talked about Taco Bell for a time that we haven't in a while. 
Um, and yeah, I think I've exhausted all the thoughts in my brain about the roster situations. Um, and I know that we'll be talking more about it in the days, weeks, whatever it is to come, but will for this episode, would you mind plugging the show? If you'd like to listen to us on the go or just the audio version, check us on your favorite podcast services, search for HCS pro talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Like Pocket Cast. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Please do. Please do. If you'd like to join the community discussion, we have a lovely Discord. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Uh, the show what words? Right, uh, mine gone. Uh, just go to fucking Twitter and <laughs> <laughs> hit our link tree. That's the easiest way to find it. Fuck speaking, you beans. Speaking of Twitter, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, if you want to connect with us on social media, Twitter is a main source of information that goes out for us. So mm-hmm. when things happen, like moving the show from Monday to Wednesday, you'll find out on Twitter. Um, also, if you want to watch old VODs, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash Talk. If you want to watch us live, check out our Twitch. Right here. Twitch.tv slash Talk. You can also check Logo's out HGSProTalk.com. <laughs> With the link to our merch in the top right corner. Yes, uh, we, we've definitely faked some people out with our logo. It's so good, though. Um, like how much if perfectly it fits there. Yes. Love it. It is. It's Love wonderful. It. it is. And then make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com, your home for Halo. Wait. For the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Wait. Your home for Halo? There you go. Yep, 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 yep. EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. They have shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. All wonderful shows, all wonderful people. Please we, make sure We've you go been say on hi. a couple of those shows. We have. Uh, I need to listen to the uh, the season finale episode of Halo TV Plus to get some reactions. Yes, I, I'm excited as well to hear what they have to say. That, that showed. Did things. It, 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 uh, yeah. Yep. No spoilers here yet, but no, maybe, uh, yes. yeah. It, 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 it certainly was things. It was a TV <laughs> show. That's for sure. That's all I got, Joshua. That, that's all I got. <laughs> Do we know what we're talking about next week? Uh, no. No. Nah. Although, I mean, hey, if, if, um, roster mania is definitely a thing. Um, and, Maybe we'll have more information, more light being shined on some of the situations that are taking place within some teams. Um, frankly, we'll have to wait and see. Like we've said multiple times on this show, uh, we don't know until something's actually announced. So, yo. Just in time to end it. Look at that. Brian killing it as always. Brian with a 22-month resub. You get a woo! Thank you, sir. Greatly appreciate it. And yeah, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for two episode 236 of the show. Uh, Brian, I'm sorry, but uh, fucking get her early next time. Fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week to talk about God knows what. Maybe some more roster shit. Um, I know we're going to share. We're going to share uh, Halo Rec League rosters. We'll share those. Um, hopefully we'll have the results from their week one FFA that took place. I wasn't able to find it when we were doing the show. Um, and we'll have other tournament announcements, recaps, whole bunch of shit. It'll be a fun time. Um, if you want to keep the discussion going, like Will said, join the discord, do that. 
Uh, if you want to play some games with us uh, when we're not in the normal LFG groups, then we try to do a community play date every Friday. So I uh, join up on that if you'd like to as well. It'll be a fun time. We'll do shit depending upon how many people we have. And uh, my kid's screaming. So clearly she ain't sleeping yet, which means I'm in for a fun night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, guys, it's going to do it from us. We'll be back next week to talk about God knows what. But uh, until then, wait. Wait. Will? You know what? I'm, all, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. For those who check out the YouTube video, enjoy the intro. Until next week, bye-bye! <laughs>